Uh, g'day, everyone, and uh, we're very uh, fortunate to have Jackson Haightley with us today, uh, giving us an interview. Jackson, of course, uh, drafted from or recruited from GWS over the pre-season or the off-season. Uh, Jackson, how are you going? I'm very good, thank you. It's great, great to be here. Yeah, very good. Thanks, Jack Jackson, for joining us. Um, now, look, mate, uh, we're a pretty relaxed podcast um, and we don't like to grill players a little bit uh, too much. So, look, uh, just on your background, you actually were born in Canberra. I didn't realise that. When did you move to Adelaide? I was born in Canberra, so mum's family uh, are all from Canberra and I was born there. I didn't stay there for long. I would have moved when I was one or two years old, so... Very much okay. grew up in, in South Australia, um, but do have the, the camera birth certificate. <laughs> well, that's a shame. You can't sort of change that by depot or anything? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not, I don't think, but I'm, I'm very much claiming uh, being a South Australian. Very good, very good. Now, of course, you played all your juniors up at Central's, and uh, you... Uh, Made the uh, obviously made the the state team under 18s and also was selected as an All Australian uh, in your under 18 year, which was great. And you also played uh, a, a bit of league for Centrals, which I think impressed everyone. How how did you find the junior program up at Centrals in terms of getting you set for an AFL career? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm super thankful for Centrals. Um, I think that that year of league experience. Um, you know, to play against men for for a year definitely uh, made me feel more comfortable going into an AFL system. Um, you know, knowing that um, I, I competed with those bigger bodies before, and, and obviously the AFL was at another level entirely. But definitely, um, you know, made me feel like I could compete. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm super thankful for Jules and, and the development that they allowed me to have. Yeah, and speaking of that, of course, uh, the step up into AFL ranks, uh, how did you find that moving, uh, not only moving up the ranks, but also moving into state uh, with uh, GWS, who drafted you at, what, number 14, I think, from memory? Yeah, yeah, 14. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's obviously a huge step up and something that um, I'm still still getting used to and still, you know, trying to, trying to develop to the point where I'm, you know, super comfortable and can be a, an elite AFL player. Um, so that's something that is, is going to be you know, a journey and something that I'm always looking to get better at. But I think I definitely developed um, my two years at the Giants and um, like Central, I'm super thankful for them as well. Um, you know, I've got some great mates there now and um, you know, I learned, learned a lot um, through, through playing with them for a couple of years. So um, yeah, I'm just going to look to build on that um, here at the Crows and continue to get better. Yeah, and of course you moved up to GWS um, right through uh, when they really started to hit the ground running and uh, were challenging for um, premierships. Um, how did you find that as a young lad breaking in with uh some of the talent that they had there that had been in the system for three or four years? Because you've been in the system for three years, but most people don't realise that really you're only, you've what, you've put in about 15 or 16 games now. So um, it must have been yeah. super difficult to try and break into that GWS team. Yeah, it was. And it was, it was a funny one because obviously it was, it was frustrating when you come in, you just want to play AFL footy and, um, you know, 
the, the Giants had so many of those, you know, great midfielders as they, they showed on the weekend. Um, and they had another couple that were, were out. Um, but at the same time, I felt like I, I got to learn a lot. Um, so it was, it was a hard one. I had to try and continually look at it from a, a positive point of view of, you know, just kind of trying to learn off these guys. At the same time, it was, it was frustrating and I was doing everything I could to, to break into the team and, um, you know, do so occasionally. Um, but I, I still am super thankful for how much I learn off them. Um, yeah, and now there's uh, plenty of other great men to learn on. Yeah, and not that I want you to throw too much shade at anyone, but uh, personally, I was a bit disappointed that the Crows didn't pick you up in the draft. Um, had you had discussions with the Crows leading up to the uh, 2018 draft? Yeah, I, I'd spoken with, with most of the clubs, and um, the Crows were one of those. Um, and so, yeah, on the night, I really wasn't too sure how it would fall and um, you know it went the way that it did but you know yeah. here we are now and it's sort of just a bit of a, a full circle man. yeah well that's right and uh, you'd obviously um, played uh, with Matthew Nix up there as an assistant coach uh, last year or the year before last I should say um, was, did that have any influence over you deciding to come back home or was that something that you were considering anyway? Um, I think it was, there was definitely a number of factors um, that you know, led to the decision. It's never one thing, but you know, I, I really respected and, and loved the way Nick she went about it at the Giants and I you know, was sure he was going to make a great um, senior coach. So that definitely um, didn't, didn't hurt at all and, and I was... You know, speaking to him in the, the lead-up and, um, you know, to have that relationship already there and, um, you know, for me to just feel like he's you know, a great person to job and, um, you know, that, that was certainly a factor that, that helped my decision. So, of course, you've come back to Adelaide and I guess uh, one of the things that was in the media about your desire to come back to uh, Adelaide and play in a different program was maybe to... Um, uh, play some more midfield minutes. Is that is that fair? Yeah, that that was another one of the of the factors um, that yeah contributed to that that decision. Um, so you know, I, I've I've definitely felt like I'm improving in that that midfield space. And you know, the two years I had with the Giants, I I felt like I was an inside midfielder, but I didn't really play any AFL minutes as an inside midfielder. So. You know, I'm aware that it will take a little bit of time to get up to, to speed as that, that inside inside mid and be able to, you know, contribute consistently um, at yeah. an elite level. But I definitely feel like that's my, my position going forward. And, um, you know, I think the more minutes I can get in, the better the better I'll be for it. Yeah, 100%. Usually it's just all a matter of uh, time on deck, isn't it? Just to get your hands dirty and uh, yeah. get amongst it a bit. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, si- since you've come to Adelaide, have you, and obviously uh, Matthew Nix, as you said, having uh, been an assistant coach up at GWS, uh, have you found the programs and the, the general club environment different to what they were uh, in Sydney? I've been super impressed ever since I got here. And the main thing that I've, that I've said um, from the start is just how hungry the group is and how hard the, the group works and it's, it was led by, you know, the young boys straight away. As soon as they came in, I, you know, saw Lockie Scholl, um, you know, doing, you know, extras and Andy McPherson and Jordan Butts and all these these young boys that are really 
driving the club. And obviously guys like Sloney and Tex are, are still, you know, leading that as well. Um, but that's been a thing that's it's just such a hard-working group that, you know, you love you love coming to be a part of something like that. Um, so, yeah, I'm loving the culture and um, what we're creating. Yeah, we've had um, Harry and Ned on uh, so far this season and the feedback's been very similar that uh, there's a ton of buy-in from the young group and it feels like the young group in general um, has really taken ownership of the club and the direction that the club's going. Do you feel part of that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, you, you look across the ground, you know, each week and there's, there's plenty of young boys that haven't played, you know, heaps of heaps of footy. Um, you know, yeah. the number of guys that would have played less than 50 games would be, I'm not sure what the exact, exact figures are, but it would be, you know, more than half the team, I would imagine. Um, yeah. So it's definitely exciting. You feel a sense of um, responsibility being part of that and, you know, wanting to, to, to bring the club forward and, and have success, um, you know, in the future. So it's it's exciting and, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying, you know, being part of that. Yeah. And um, you probably, I don't know whether you've had your debrief uh, today. We, obviously, uh, we had a disappointing result against your old team on the weekend, but mm. uh, for the for the for the mm-hmm. group, um, particularly with so many young players, um, do you find that the group's fairly resilient to that sort of result, and do you bounce back and sort of hit the ground running for the next challenge? I think so. We actually haven't been to the club yet. We got our review this afternoon, so we'll unpack it a bit more then. But you know, I, I don't think you can necessarily, you know, just. Um, you know, walk around hanging your head on what happened the previous week. I think, very, yeah, in this sort of business, very much is on to the next one. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, we're going to have to bounce back and look at our wounds and then just get better. Um, yeah, that's all, all we can really do. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I, I think that, I mean, growing up in Adelaide, you'd know how rabid the Adelaide supporter base is. But I think, uh, in general, people are just starting to come to terms with the fact that. Um, you know, we are rebuilding the club in terms of our playing list and, uh, as you said earlier, we're, we're the youngest list by the length of the Flemington Strait. So it takes a while, doesn't mm. it? And even, you know, match fitness and just uh, two or three years of pre-seasons and building up your body, it just takes time, mm. doesn't it, to uh, get those miles in the legs? Yeah. Been the feedback with, with the coaches and they've been, you know, really happy in a lot of ways um, with how we started the season. We let ourselves down on the weekend, um, but it's just about, you know, then responding and, and, and you know, coming out better the next week. Um, and, yes, it certainly it will be a bit of a journey and a process to, you know, becoming a, a powerhouse club, but you know, I think, you know, we're doing everything we can, um, you know, all over the, yeah. the football side of it. Yeah, well, from the outside looking in, it looks like the club's made so many positive steps over the last 12 months or so that, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's really positive. Now, uh, referring back to growing up in Adelaide, you'd know a couple of things. First of all, that the uh, the rivalry of your opponent this week uh, is pretty strong. <laughs> but also you'd know yeah. that uh, showdowns are all, always a 50-50 contest. So uh, that's got to give you some confidence going in that even though we're a little bit apart on the ladder, uh, it doesn't mean a thing, does it, yeah. in showdowns? No, and that, yeah, and growing up, you know, watching the games, it's just an unbelievable spectacle. Um, and, you know, yeah, like you said, it's 
doesn't really matter where the teams are on the ladder, anything can happen on the day. Um, so, oh, it's certainly you know exciting week for the footy club, and I think everyone's going to be absolutely ready to go and, and bringing their best. And um, they're opening up restrictions at Adelaide Oval this week too. So, would the full mm-hmm. house of fifty three odd thousand would uh, particularly rabid, mostly Port fans, because I think it's their home game. Is that the uh, one of the biggest yeah. crowds you will you will have played against or played in front of? Oh, that, yeah, that would be the biggest, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, yeah, that would be absolutely the biggest. Yeah, and it gets pretty loud, so it's going to be a fun experience for you, mate. Now, just it just occurred to me, you grew up out north or played for, at Centrals. Did that make you a Port supporter growing up? Be honest. No, funnily enough. <laughs> no, I'm being, man, you, you won't like the answer, but my dad was a, a Collingwood supporter. Oh. So funnily enough, I was actually a Collingwood supporter growing up, so right. you might move on from that one pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we'll just, uh, I'll cut that out. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, mate, just before we let you go, we have had a couple of uh, your teammates on already, Harry and uh, Ned, and uh, I've asked them a couple of questions. I'll ask you the same. Uh, mentors around the club, obviously we've got some, uh, some you know, champions, Tex and, and Sloney, etc. Have you found that there's been a good mentoring relationship between the senior players and and yourself? Have they? Um, has anyone taken you under their wing? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I can't speak high enough of the older boys. Um, you know, those two have been great. Tommy Lynch is another one who, you know, I've, you know, had a lot to to do with, and he's been great for me and um, you know, supporting me. Um, you know, my early stages of the club, um, even. You know, even guys like the young boy, like Tom Duda, is still, you know, so young. But he's, yeah. you know, one of the the older boys, it seems, and he's been yeah. another one who's who's just been been awesome. Um, so yeah, I can't speak high enough of those older boys. Yeah, you mentioned Tommy Duda, and uh, that's a classic case of what you were talking about before, because people consider Tom a bit of a, a stalwart in the team. He's played thirty-five games, <laughs> you know, yeah, and he's considered considered a senior player. So uh, that shows you where the squad's at, and you know how much upside there is yeah. in the squad. Um, uh, who yeah. out, out of the new lads? Who's who's the biggest niggle? Is it is it McHenry on the track? Is he the one with the gab on the track <laughs> as well as on the field? Yes, he's very much so. Um, <laughs> takes a, takes a cake in that space. Always, yeah. always yapping um, on the chirp, even on the track. Good as well. He, yeah, Lucky Shoals, um, a bit of a chirper as well. He, he's pretty funny. Um, yeah, right. And that's that's a, Will, Will Hamill's another one. Will Hamill <laughs> uh, is is very funny. Um, so that's that's the great thing as well about the club. There's always great energy around, and you know, yeah. guys having a laugh and. It's a good yeah. balance between that working really hard, but then you know having fun as yeah. well. Yeah, I'll just ask you one more question before we let you go, Jackson. You spent a bit of time in the twos um, up until the last couple of weeks. How are you finding, or how how are the players finding um, playing in the SNFL team? Given that there's, and I don't, I, like, I'm not bagging anyone that's playing uh, as a top up in the in the SNFL team, but. You're finding it difficult to actually um, put Nixie's plan into place or work on what you need to work on in that environment. Are you finding it a little bit difficult, or in general, are the players finding it a little bit difficult? Um, I, oh, I think you know, 
obviously haven't played the last couple of weeks, but the boys have been um, had a couple of really strong weeks, I think. And yeah. the feedback is that, you know, like like a young group of you know the AFL guys, we're in every day trying to trying to learn the system and get that right. And you know these these pop up guys are only doing you know a couple of trainings a week and trying to do the yeah. same thing. So you know like like for a young you know AFL list, it'll it'll take you know them just as much time if not more. So you know when you are out there, I think the feedback to the Sample boys has just been to you know educate them and, and help them as much as um, you know you can and. And they've been they've been great from all reports over the last couple of weeks, and yeah, um, have been really buying into the game plan. And it certainly does make it easier when you have that buying across the field. Um, yeah, but you know you yeah. control you control and then try and help the other guys when you can. I think. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Look, mate, it's been great to have you on the podcast. Um, you know, we're all fans of of you and all the young lads that are coming through. There's still a couple that we haven't even seen yet. Uh, Lukey Peddler and, um, you know, a yep. couple of others. So, you know, it, it's all looking great and we're, we're great to have... Per, personally, I'm very happy to have you in, this, in the Crows squad and uh, it's good to have you home. Uh, we wish you all the best for the rest no, of the season and uh, thanks for coming on today to the Crowcast. Hey, Ben Graden, you know, love, love chatting to you. No worries, mate. Thanks, Jackson. Thank you.